Welcome to Three Time Tea Time, the podcast from Folio Albums, where we explore the world of running a photography business whilst enjoying a cup of your favourite brew. We created this podcast to share stories, insights and experiences from the Folio Albums community. I'm Stuart and in this first episode, I'll be talking with Amber and Millie about how Folio Albums came to be and why we decided to start this podcast. So if you're ready, let's get right into it. So, shall we talk about why we've created a podcast? Yes. Yes. <laughs> good. Good. <That's> squeaky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel a bit, a little bit peculiar having microphones um, directly in front of your mouth, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Normally, we're face to face with people at trade shows or uh, mm-hmm. um, Zooms. Zoom calls clearly very, very popular yeah. now. Um, but yeah, so podcast. Um, why did we decide to create it? Yeah, I think it's because um, we've received, well, we've received, we spend a lot of time speaking with photographers on topics related to their business, on topics related to marketing, mm-hmm. sales, in addition to what specification they should have for their studio sample or uh, they have a client who wants a particular type of um, style to their book or personalization you know how do they order it so you know of course there's the day-to-day discussions around ordering an album you know using our kind of products but then on top of that there's so many conversations that uh, well I've had over the years but I overhear as well from you know um, that Amber you mm-hmm. have Millie you have and then Becky from the client experience side of things as well um, you know daily basis having kind of conversations so it can it seems it seems like a, a a good idea at the time i'm not too sure now sitting in front of these microphones <laughs> uh, <laughs> um that we could you know take um take some time um 30 minutes hopefully that's the plan and speak to some industry what would you call them influencers yeah experts? a nice mix i would say yeah photo friends yeah 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 people we love mm-hmm. knowledgeable people Yes. And um, talk about their businesses. I think that's for me, as you know, anyway, uh, you two kind of hear me talk about it all the time. I love talking business. Um, I, you know, it doesn't matter who I meet and what business they have. And there's always kind of common ground. There's always the same um, potential issues that you have to overcome daily tasks, weekly tasks. I guess there's also... um, you know, common goals, you know, aspirational goals. Um, so, yeah, you know, for me, you know, I, you know, when we kind of speak to our guests, I'm really interested to understand and learn from them mm. um, how they. Like we're, we're not entrepreneurs, are we? But how much business knowledge have we learned in the past nine years speaking yeah. to photographers on a daily basis, learning their pain points and trying to find solutions for them? We learn a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And like I say, with all the conversations, it starts out with album specifications and how to order it but it always ends in what should I be marking it up at how do I do it how do I even approach my client to sell them an album how do I even know they want it um mm. so yeah we need yeah. to cover well, it. it it's it's hard running a business you know especially if you're on your own mm. um Absolutely. I think most of the photographers we seem to speak to tend to be sole traders yeah would yeah. you say there's a couple of studio kind studios, of run, yeah yeah you know two photographers whether they're you know in a relationship apart you know partners but it, it, it's hard you know you 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 kind of wake up on well you probably go to bed thinking about your business you wake up thinking about your business and on, on a Monday it's kind of okay what do I need to do now and there's always there's always something to do there's always the to-do list always gets longer and longer and uh 
you know, there's the com- common issues of, you know, how do you prioritize things? I imagine a lot of people struggle with juggling their kind of day-to-day life um, as well as running the business. So we, we thought we'd use this podcast to try and help with that uh, in terms of share some of um, our knowledge from years of experience speaking with photographers in exactly the same position. Chances are somebody's been through it before, struggled with a, a, an issue or and solved an issue. And then it's kind of hopefully to connect with our kind of community. You know, I, I you know, I love our, our Facebook hub and mm-hmm. the kind of the, the community we have on there, um, the questions we have, the um the way that photographers help one another on the hub. Um and so perhaps this will um I'm sure it will contribute to that as well. And I think it was the other thing about this, you know, some of the hopefully knowledge we, we can share, it's about allowing creatives to be creatives and this, the parts of business they struggle with, that perhaps we can kind of support a little bit more. Yeah, it's that knowledge share. So no one's on their own. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of the guests mm-hmm. that we have on here or even us will talk about a problem we've had or something that's happening and so many people will be able to relate. And also it's that little half an hour break, isn't it? Have a tea. Well, this is it. This is why it's called... Three time tea time. Yeah. And those, <laughs> those... I say every day, three o'clock, you'll find me and Amber in the kitchen having a cup of tea. Yeah, every day. Every day. <laughs> and looking for something sweet to go with it. Yes. So, I, I, the, you know, we, we don't, at the moment, we don't plan on recording that many um, podcasts. No. It's going to be fairly inf- infrequent. Um mm-hmm. Unless, of course, we, we kind of get people call, you know, calling us emailers, demanding more content. <laughs> I'm sure we can create some more. Um, but yeah, yeah, the idea is, you know, um, grab yourself a, a cup of tea, a coffee, a brew, whatever you prefer. Take 30 minutes away from the, the screen, away from post-production, most probably. Have a brew and um, uh, listen to um, hopefully some um, useful educational content. Yes. So that's the that's the um Yeah, so should we get into asking Stuart a couple of questions? Yeah. So this is yeah, the first one. It's kind of um grilled me, I yes. guess. Ask <laughs> kind of set the scene. Yeah. I think yeah. That's and we know is. we know some stuff, don't we? We've heard kind of Stuart's background a few times, but never sat down like this and been yeah. like, Tell us it all. So yeah. It's thirty minutes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. A synopsis, let's say. Um so yeah, why, what is Folio and why did you start it originally? Um, I think it's one of those, well, it, I think it was one of those classic situations of I couldn't find what I wanted, so I created it. So, you know, this can kind of go, you know, go before then, if you kind of go back in my kind of career history, many people will know this anyway from the hub when I kind of, you know, we talk about a, a geeky subject and so I'm in, in my element <laughs> because I do come from a, a technology a technology background. However, at school, I, I studied art. So, you know, quite creative, never qu- as creative as the, as the, the you know, the, you know, the pure artists, I guess, or the pure creatives. <laughs> You're <I'm>, a hybrid. <laughs> yeah, I like to, I, You weren't like, wearing all black and sort of sitting in the corner writing poetry. No, 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 no. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm a bit more straight laced than that. But you know, I was kind of, yeah, I, I like to be creative, um, but I was also a bit of a geek. Uh, then if you know, you'll be too young to remember the ZX Spectrum and the ZX80 and those original home computers. Um, no, no, that was before our time, I'd say. Yeah, but uh, you know, I was. I guess I was in that era of kind of defining what a uh, spotty teenager in a dark room with a computer was all about. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was that was me, I guess. Um, and absolutely loved it. Uh, anyway, let's kind of quickly skip on many years. And my, my kind of first job 
out of university. My degree was in computer science, but I realized quite quickly that I wasn't, I was never going to be a coder. I was never going to, you know, be like kind of a hacker, you know, <laughs> you imagine that. We hope um, not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I got more interested in the, in kind of defining the project or what the, understanding the problem and how can we solve that problem with, you know, with computer code and, and so my first job out at a university was a company called um, Cisco Systems. And I kind of moved into like the project engineering. So I was still a bit of a geek, but I ended up working with kind of more of the project level. And I found that quite, quite exciting. And it was at the same time when digital cameras first became, I guess, affordable and small enough and portable. Uh, and Cisco, unfortunately, being a, a, a fairly kind of cash rich company we had lots of the new technology and we ended um, we, we had digital cameras as part of our kit so when we were installing equipment on customers sites we would take photos of them for for the documentation and I just remember getting this camera in my hands and being, oh my god this is it this is amazing it's digital and it's arts it's photography and it's numbers and it's you know it's you know digital photography this this is it that makes so much sense because we were always wondering how you went from kind of what was seemed quite like I don't know like more academic like Mm. sciencey and and went into photography Mm. but that makes sense yeah Mm. no it does well at school we had a dark room and that was great I loved Mm. going in the dark room and you know doing prints in fact I I made a dark room in my my mother's airing cupboard I don't know (laughs) I think I mentioned that before (laughs) <laughs> she didn't know anything about it clearly until you know the, the, the washing that week and what's this <laughs> um, anyway but yeah d- digital photography that was it so I, I kind of I, I used the camera clearly for work but then you know of course used it for just kind of personal photography projects and, and that kind of just kind of stayed with me but my career kind of developed in technology and that was all fine and great and I worked for a number of different companies and it just got to the point where I don't know it, it just it felt like I, I I worked hard at Cisco uh, and then Yahoo and Vodafone. The hours I'd put into those companies was just absolutely, you know, obscene, really. This was before the kind of EU regulations around mm-hmm. them working hours. Uh, and London life. <laughs> and London life, of yeah. course, yeah, London life. Um, and international travel, it sounds mm. very exotic, uh, very, very tiring. Um, I just got to the point where I think, oh, do you know what, I'd really love my own startup company. And it was, you know, there's all these really exciting, you know, I was always, I was kind of in the IT industry, at, you know, you know, as when Instagram first started, when PayPal first started and eBay and, you know, all these technology, Amazon, all mm. these technology companies off the back of Cisco, who was building the internet in effect. And I was trying to think of that dot com idea where I could make billions. Mm. I was just saying, were you always quite entrepreneurial or was mm. it kind of just at this moment you thought, no, I want to do a startup? I don't know. No, I, th- I don't think I was really. Mm. I think I was. I was ambitious, very, yeah. very ambitious. Um, during while I, um, my last year of university, I, I interviewed for Goldman Sachs. You know, because I, in my mind is like, if I'm going to work at a bank, I'm going to work at Goldman Sachs. The bank, like, yeah, the <laughs> bank. You know. But they got me on an SQL database question and I, I, I hesitated. I don't and, know oh, what that oh, means. <laughs> oh, I, I, and I kind of completely fluffed it and it was even embarrassing. And I was like, sorry, 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 sir. And like, you know, <laughs> kind of left my towel between my legs. So that didn't work out. Um, but I learned a big lesson from that anyway. But that's mm. another story, I guess. So anyway, um, where I was, I was talking about kind of um, starting. Yeah, I went into the dot-com startup. And you can, it's just so hard, you know, just so hard trying to think of that next internet idea mm. 
So it, it kind of, you know, I guess I was like thinking, well, why don't I just do something I enjoy? It's kind of daft, isn't it? It kind of is obvious, mm-hmm. really. And hence kind of photography. And I thought, well, you know, there's loads of photographers, you know, maybe, you know, it might be probably a bit stupid. It might be hard to make money. But then I thought, well, you know, it's an established business, an mm. established um, um, industry. So that's fine. Just, you know, perhaps do something, something different. And digital SLRs were really, um, it, was, it was quite early on when they were, were people were making that transition from film to, to digital. And there's a, a guy, I, I, I called, uh, he's known in the industry, John Grayston. You know John Grayston? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, he photographed our wedding and he used digital camera uh, for it. Anyway, that for me kind of kind of clinched it all. And um, I ended up buying, I think it was a Canon 20D. It might have been a 10D, but it was one of the very first Canon digital SLRs. I was like, right, okay, this is it. We're gonna, I'm going to start a photography business but while still working. So I, I, I did that whole you know, start the business while working, you know, holding down two jobs. Mm. Um, and that's hard. That's hard anyway, because, yeah. you know, being able to focus 100% on on um, a new startup is quite important, really, in order to get it off the ground. And then you're trying to manage two, two jobs, it's difficult. So that's how the photography started. And it kind of grew and grew and grew. And, and um, I, you know, it was, I got very, very successful at the, at the, at the, at the wedding photography. And as, as my business developed, I wanted to elevate my client experience because I learned more about running a business about how to give good service the um, kind of products about pricing marketing all, all of these kind of things and uh, I, 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 st- I studied it when I say studied it I subscribed to audible and just consumed audiobooks you know trying to learn as much as I, uh, I could about the you know, psychology of selling or you know, um, you know outliers or um, Seth Godin's you know purple mm. cow and all you know all of the classics and I got to that stage where I was um, trying to elevate my client experience and I wanted a, uh, a product. And I was using some really good products some, some, um, um, from, from the, the well-known album suppliers. And it, just, it was just a bit uninspiring, a bit dull. You know, you could have it in brown, ivory or black. Mm. It was like, hmm. But my couples were spending a huge amount of time on all of the the presentation of the wedding, all the decorations, the favours, you know, um, stationery. And I could offer them, you know, um, some UK supplies. You know, I found some, you know, some really nice international supplies. And I thought, yeah. it's ridiculous. Why can't, I, why can't I find this in the UK? Um, but it was also at the time when pig inkjet printing was coming, was coming into its own. It was yeah. really developing. And I, I was starting to print some of my own images and I just loved that. Paper, the, the, the tactile feel of the of the papers that you could now print on with those types of inkjet printers. Mm. So I thought, oh, I can, maybe I can make my own <laughs> album. You know, how hard can it be? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's quite hard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that, I, I thought I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll I'll create my own my own album using the papers that I wanted, the printing. Being a geek, I'm, I was good at printing. Mm. You know, the, the colours on the paper look like the colours on the screen. Mm. You know, and I was like, okay, great. So, um, and then I can choose the colours that I wanted. So I started to do that, and so that kind of e- that evolved. And I, 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 you know, I had to learn a whole new skill. Mm. I had to learn bookbinding. I was going to say, how did the first album come out? Because if it was me, it'd probably be somewhat coming off a printer and stippled. <laughs> 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 Where would you even start with something like that? 
Are these top secrets? It's not top secret. Oh. It's you, you start on YouTube. That's where you go to. It's true. <laughs> no, it's. I, I think you know, when I mentioned earlier, you know, I enjoy that problem solving. You yeah. Know, as I kind of moved out of university in my first um, kind of um, my first job, problem solving, very good at it. So I reverse engineered. So mm. clearly, I had lots of books from other suppliers. I took them apart, mm. took them apart to see how they'd be made. And I, I saw the good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. You know, and that, that was great. And one thing that I found really interesting is sometimes the external presentation was brilliant, but when you actually take it apart internally, it was a little bit poor. Slapdash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, as you know, <laughs> as you know, here we take as much care on the parts you don't see as, as well as yeah. the parts you do see. Absolutely. And that kind of, that kind of inspired that. So, yeah, I kind of, I, 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 there was a couple of companies that I kind of liked, international companies. Um, one for the quality, another for the simplicity. And then there was another actually for the, the, the printing. And I took inspiration from those, took the bits I liked. And then also on top of that, what I wanted to do, the mm-hmm. kind of product I wanted, and started to create my first books. And um, yeah, that's how it started. Started to share. So, how was it when you handed that first book over to the first class? Were you sort of sat there watching, waiting them as they open? Like, is it good? Do you like it? Do you like it? Is, is it good? <laughs> like, I don't know when I make someone a cake, like I'm there, like, do you love it? Is it amazing? Is it wonderful? <laughs> Were you like that? <laughs> yes, well, absolutely. Fortunately, the very first one was a friendly client mm. because it was my wife's best friend's uh-huh. wedding. So I, I knew I had a kind of a get out of jail free card. If there were any issues, it'd be like, don't worry, Lydia, we'll sort it out. It's all okay. <laughs> you know, so, um, and that was, that was, yeah, that was the first one. Uh, it was in Toffee, remember the vintage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, until they, the supplier removed that range, unfortunately, in a padded cover, which we don't do anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she still has it. She still has it and um, still shows it off. It's still, Aww. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an heirloom to last a lifetime, don't you? It know? Is. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was number one. And at the time, also, I was doing a lot of seminars, training for um, for the societies, yeah, and also for what was then Aspire training, yeah, yeah. And um, of course, through that, I was meeting loads of photographers. Yeah, great marketing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was, I was, you know. Um, you know, talking about it and people were asking, um, and from that, you, you know, kind of first um, first photographers came on board and you know were interested. Amazing. And I was like, okay, right, fine, I'll make it for myself. Why not make it for other people? Yeah. Uh, and that's how kind of photo started, really, with me with an idea to try and give my clients a better experience. Yeah. And now we're what 13, 14 years later. Yeah. So, kind of the website launched on Star Wars Day. Yeah, May the Fourth. It'd be with you um, <laughs> into 2010. Yeah, so that's when the website went 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 live. Yeah, and it was me yeah. answering the phone, making the book, making the book. Yeah, <laughs> write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, that is it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and, and clearly a lot has changed. Yeah. So what do you love about it now compared to at the beginning? I have um, more hours sleep now yes. than I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Do you? Yeah, really? <laughs> well, perhaps. I've got to tell you this story, actually. I think I've, I've told you before. Um, and this wasn't in 2010. I think it probably, while we were still at the kind of managed offices in Barnsley, got to be, 20, I think, probably 2012, Christmas 2012. And, um, you know, we experienced hockey stick growth at that stage, which, which was incredible. Mm. Very, very exciting but clearly a lot of pressure 
to to get all the work done. And there was me, Mark, Jazz. I think there were about three of us. Yeah. And I I was last to leave and first to arrive. And I was leaving the the workshop, the office about on average two a.m., three a.m. <gasps> yeah. No. Mm-hmm. And then I was back again to open up at about half past eight in the morning. Very good. And we had a small child. (laughs) (laughs) Exhausting. I was running on fumes. And then I got some very good friends of of mine who are still down in London doing the London thing. He he was taking clients to the opera, the Royal Opera House. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And for whatever reason, um, his clients couldn't make it. So gave us a call and said, oh, would you like to come, um, come down? It's Wagner. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you know, how like, dramatic can, can you get? And, uh, and oh, you can't miss this opportunity because it was, it was um, with dining as well, you know, so mm. you got, you know, all the food and oh, it's lovely. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. Um, so I mean, any kind of Wagner is quite intense. I was sitting there. And there's people screaming on stage. Well, it's not screaming, is it? Singing. I know, but <laughs> screaming on stage. And I was five pro pluses in and I was still <laughs> nodding off. I was that tired. Oh, my God. It was just awful. But um, we still talk about it, of course. <laughs> God. So, yeah, it was, it was a, that's one different thing now because, yeah. you know, we have an amazing team. So what is it, 20, 21 of us, 22 mm-hmm. of us, something like that, something, I think, yeah. at the moment. So it, what it allows me, you know, allows me to do is it um, kind of frees me up because I have all you wonderful people mm-hmm. uh, making, you know, all those decisions, um, in, in input, um, having huge influence on the business. It allows me to think about the big picture and kind of um, take a step back and challenge us to ensure we're not complacent about how we're doing things. Um, and it allow, allows me to kind of get involved in the more, not really the day-to-day, but get involved with, um, and kind of think about the 12-month, 24-month, 36, yeah. Yeah, you know, longer-term kind of um, strategic kind of planning. Yeah. Um, and you, know, you guys hopefully have kind of, kind of seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very much different in those terms. Like for me, how, I, how I'm involved w- with the business. Now, I, I still like to be... And I guess I think of it like a, like a restaurant. You know, if you, if you own a restaurant, you want to make sure you can still cook, don't you? Just in case there's an emergency. <laughs> yeah, and the chef, for whatever reason, can't comes in. If you can't put food on the table, mm. you're in trouble. So I can still make a book. Yeah. Mm. Slower than our team because yeah. they are very, very skilled at it. Um, I can still make a cover. I can, you know, work all the printers. I can, I can still, I can still make a book from end to end. It would just take a lot longer yeah. than our team. <clears throat> so I still like to keep my, my my eye in. But I guess the other thing that's kind of changed is, as I think, the way that we have established ourselves as a trusted quality brand has allowed us to become um, to offer um, or create the opportunity for photographers to have a relationship with us where we're quite close to their business. Yeah. You know, kind of early on, we we couldn't really do that because um, we were just spinning plates. You you know, like I say, it's hockey stick kind of growth. And, you know, it's kind of the 
the, the kind of the whole train is moving so quickly you're just kind of almost holding on for dear life and trying to steer it hope it well you don't you know, kind of steer it so much you know the train <laughs> kind of just takes its own kind of kind of route so you just you just kind of on that kind of journey you don't really have much control of it but now I feel like I'm in control in it kind yeah. of just, yeah. you know helping you know define what our destination will be but also the destination or you know the the journey of so many different photographers who kind of use yeah. us uh, and that's that's quite it's quite wonderful, but it, it feels like quite a big responsibility as well. You know, trying to um, think or put in put in place today the the goals and the kind of the objectives that we need to be focusing on, which will come to kind of fruition in six months time or twelve months time. Yeah, you know, it's it it is it, that, that is quite difficult. So I guess that's what I kind of love about it now is that you know being more of a helicopter view, more of a kind of a higher high level kind of view of the business and yeah. kind of steering it rather than just holding on to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I think a lot of people who feel like when they start their photography business, <clears throat> they're just yeah. kind of holding on for dear life and just, you know, trying to take any any job opportunity possible. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, further along their photography career, they'll be then trying to you know, market to a certain clientele or reach a certain kind of market as opposed to at the beginning when it's all just Yeah, which like, is oh, nice because yeah. you get it. Like, you, you know how hard it is when it's just one person trying to keep everything going, which is exactly why we've always tried to be different to other album suppliers in that we try and offer as much education and support. And, mm. you know, we love building relationships with our yeah. photographers. Yeah, we and do. It's, it's definitely more of a partnership relationship and it's always felt that way. Yeah, and that's how we want it to be we we like knowing what's going on in your week and what your challenges are and it's those personal conversations that have grown from what the weather's like to what you've got going on and when your kid's birthday party is and all of those things then develop <laughs> into us being so much more trusted in what help you actually need with your business and things like that um it means that we're now sat here yeah mm. yeah absolutely oh that was nice <laughs> <laughs> so then i guess last kind of question then is what does the year ahead look like for folio albums? Well, twenty twenty three. I think there's well, there's a lot of un, you know uncertainty out there. What's going mm. on outside of our industry and our kind of bubble? Um, but thinking specifically about the outlook for us, it's a huge amount of focus on. I guess the best way to describe it is kind of elevating our uh, elevating our game. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. It's kind of a kind of a very um, yeah, I'm not, I don't know, there's not much detail in that really, is it? It's kind of, I feel like, you know, I, 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 as a team and as a business and, the, the, you know, product, the service that we deliver, it's good. It's really, really, really good. And, and I love that. And, you know, we, we're, we're known for that, you know, um, that's, that, that's fantastic. But it, it's, I guess I take inspiration from a lot of the, again, the audio books and um, some of the sports I kind of follow, you know, that kind of kind of concept of um, continuous improvement. And it, 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 there's always um, kind of external factors that kind of have the risk of influence in a business. COVID is a classic one of it, a classic um, example. Um, inflation, you know, is another great example. So as, as for us, being able to, you know, focus on our productivity, on our kind of services, on you know, kind of quality, um, the way that you know the, the ways in which we can support photographers to in, develop and enhance their business, mm. 
that I, you know, I want us to get get into get the, the the entire business focused around that. So as you will know, um, we've recently. Uh, it might be interesting to speak to some of the the guests about this, whether they, they kind of um, use kind of similar kind of techniques. But as you guys will be aware, we've really kind of focused around the um, OKR methodology, objectives and key results. And um, Google's the most famous one of the most famous companies for kind of using this kind of framework to give um, a, to create alignment. So every you know everyone in the business kind of knows what we're trying to achieve. And the goals are very much focused around supporting photographers, being the best that we can be so that we can be successful because our uh, clients, our photographers are successful. Yeah. So that, that's, you know, the, the year ahead is, is about, about that. It's about ensuring that we're all incredibly clear. It's about communication as well. Yeah. That? So we're all, you know, everyone knows what we're trying to achieve. Um, and it's huge, I think, um, huge amount of pride and satisfaction knowing that you're part of a, a team that's delivered, that's achieved, that's kind of reached a goal. Yeah. You know, be, be that the, the, the folio team or the extended team mm -hmm. with our kind of photographers. Because we, we've spoken to, as you know, so many photographers who, who you know, after a, 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 a discussion, a conversation, they've updated their pricing structure or their, their brochure and all of a sudden, it's made a significant difference in the way, um, in, in the number of products they sold or the number of clients that booked them, but also then the way that they feel about yeah. their business. There's, you know, that kind of um, collective success. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, I guess that's, a, you know, it's not, it's a little bit fluffy, perhaps. <laughs> but but um, it's what it is. Yeah. And it's, like you said, it's a year that's full of kind of uncertainty and we've all just got to try and make it the best that it possibly can be. And we're aware of that and our clients are aware of that and they know that we're here to do as much as we can to make sure their business mm -hmm. is successful and they can have that secondary revenue stream that is printed products that can be very profitable mm -hmm. and that we can give them all the tools that they need mm -hmm. to do that successfully. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you, know, you can always be certain that there's uncertainty. Um, but also, you know, have, having even though there's uncertainty, um, have a goal. Yeah, you need mm -hmm. to have a you have a goal. You kind of work towards, because um, you know it gives you it gives you it energizes. It energizes me. Yeah, you know? I personally find the OKR system hugely beneficial. Yeah, definitely. It keeps you organized and focused, and you know you have all these ideas that you want to do, and then you, something else comes in, and you get busy, and you kind of forget that you were going to do that amazing idea. Whereas OKRs kind of keep you, yeah. keep you mm -hmm. on track. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I love so, them. Yeah. So the goal this year is to be, yeah, for Folio to be the you know um supplier that um you know all everyone knows it, it's, a, it's a supplier that cares yeah the supplier that's there to support you that's that's the, you know first and foremost secondly to have an amazing you know every, amazing team mm -hmm. the entire team kind of aligned and working together um creating amazing kind of products giving incredible service and so that that's kind of kind of the the second thing and then thirdly i guess to have a bit of fun yeah I think that's important. Enjoy, enjoy what you do. Mm -hmm. And then the most important question of all: What are you having for your tea? Oh, of course. What I'm going to say uh, it's uh, it's. Do you have an thing. answer ready? I don't have an answer. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> do you need to message Julie? I do. The problem is, yeah, um, um, yeah. My, my my tea is. It sounds awful, doesn't it? It's kind of outsourced. It's supplied for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
delegated. Well, it's not because uh, it's, it's, it's because Judy's um, a very, very, very good cook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Julie on the phone. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Millie? I'll be having a romantic meal for four in McDonald's on our way down to London for half term. Oh, oh that is nice though. Mm. I mean, the McDonald's aside, it's, mm. you're on yeah. your way to London, so that's yeah, cute. Yeah, needs must and all that. Mm. Amber? I don't know yet, but I, I'm going shopping. Well, could be a surprise. Yeah, I'm going shopping after work. No, I've been tasked with mm. a Valentine's meal, mm. so. It, it's probably important to, to point out we're recording this on Valentine's February. Day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's not just like Romantic Tuesday at Folio. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been tasked, so whatever whatever I see. I have free reign to go and pick a nice... Are you going to M&S food? Tea. No, I don't know. Maybe I should. I would. Okay, well then there you go. Something from M&S. <laughs> a meal deal. I'll sort you out. Enjoy. <laughs> Wonderful. Right, so uh, that's, I guess that's a wrap. And uh, it's... Um, we need to, uh, I guess, mention that we've got some um, wonderful guests kind of mm-hmm. lined up for um, the, the subsequent episodes. Yes. Um, Are we divulging names? Is it a surprise? Yeah, got, no, we can divulge. Because, well, first, well, no, we're doing it all in one day, aren't we? We're getting it yeah. all done. But we have Natalie Watts, now Webster, talking all things business and how she started and her kind of very successful journey. Mm, she's already let me know she's got lots of exciting information that she can share um, with us all, so really looking forward to that one. Yeah, and then we've got Lisa Devlin, the Lisa Devlin. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows. We've known Lisa for years, since the beginning of Folio. Mm, she's yeah. always been great and very supportive, So, and she has a lot of amazing kind of knowledge and information to share. Yeah, definitely. And then we've got Ed Piers, who we love to bits and have never actually met him in person. So we're very excited. I know. Ever since that Zoom call, we found out he's probably the coolest person on earth. Yes. We've been desperate to meet him in person. Yes. So very excited for that. Fantastic. Okay. How do you sign off a podcast? I don't know. You say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Until the next time. Yeah. Yeah. Until next time. (laughs) See ya. Bye.